to DNA. Today, our special guest is Joe Cohen. And I'm super excited to have Joe today because we are going to talk about a topic that millions of people are curious about. What it's like to work on a presidential election campaign. Joe here has worked on 2012 Obama and 2016 Hillary campaigns. I cannot believe that I know somebody like Joe who has worked on two world's most important campaigns. I'm really curious what's happening there, what was your experience there. So welcome Joe. Thank you for having me. Let's start with what your role was on both campaigns. Sure. So in uh, 2012 and 2016, I was in digital advertising teams. Mm -hmm. uh, so we were responsible for all paid media that was spent online. So we've raised money, we persuaded voters, and we turned out voters all online and all through digital platforms. How big was your team at that time? So my the entire team was about 25 people. It was essentially an in-house digital advertising agency. Gotcha. So for everything from planning to building creative and the ads to actually launching and reporting, I the see. full life cycle all in-house. How did you get into this <laughs> awesome opportunity? It's this a good question. What millions of people <laughs> wanted to participate probably. How did you get not only once a lifetime, but twice? It's funny. So I, I think there's a perception that everyone wants to work on presidential campaigns. Mm -hmm. And in reality, presidential campaigns are hard. Uh, you know, you're usually moving to a new city or you're, you're having to adjust where you work quickly. Uh, and you're working long hours with, for not necessarily a ton of pay. Uh, and there's an end date, right? So election day, you're out of a job, most likely, uh, regardless if you win or lose. So I think in reality, fewer pe a lot of people want to do it, fewer people actually can. So in 2012, uh, I, was, I worked at an ad agency at the time, and I was there for about a year and a half, and I was starting to look for other roles and other, other companies. And I got this email from someone I worked with in 2010. She sent it to a bunch of people and she had worked on Obama's 08 campaign. Mm -hmm. So the email was, hey, like, I hear that they're hiring, like, don't know a ton yet, let me know if you're interested. So it was one of those moments in life where you were like, I, I have to do, I'm gonna go for this. Uh, so I went for it, uh, went through the whole process, got the job, and then moved to Chicago uh, three weeks later to a new city with a new job, had never worked on a campaign before, uh, and just kind of went for it. Wow. Uh, and like, wow. I'm a big believer in, you know, putting yourself in a position to be lucky. So taking a risk and just going for it sometimes. Tell me what happened after Obama campaign was wrapped up three years, four years later, how did you get into the Hillary campaign again? After 2012, it was the best experience of my life at the time. And it was, it was crazy, awesome, and we won. So mm -hmm. like, everything was amazing. After that, it was an amazing experience. And I'm like, I'm never doing it again, right? That, that was what I said, like, I'm not doing politics again. Uh, I loved it, but just the lifestyle is really hard. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a big sacrifice and it's just, it's a lot. So I believe that. Like I, in my head, I'm like, okay, <laughs> I internalized it, like I'm not doing it again. So, you know, flash forward three years later, you see what's happening in the political environment. You see Trump starting to rise and eventually he claims the um, Republican nomination. It's one of those moments where you're thinking, I, I, I can't not do something, right? Like, I can't just sit here and, like, let this happen. So around that same time I started thinking about that, I'm like, oh, like, what can I do to help? I had a friend who I worked with in 2012 send me a text message. 
saying you should work on Hillary's campaign. Tell me how your day to day was like on the campaign. Yeah, I, I think it's it depends. Uh, a lot of it was communicating with other teams on what we're doing and what we're seeing. Mm. So when it comes to raising money, sharing with other teams, finance, budget, all this, you know, all these other teams, how much money we're raising, how much money we expect to raise, uh, and what we plan to do with that with our budgets over the next three, six months, or even weeks or days. Uh, and I think that's super important because we are raising so much money online mm -hmm. that drives decisions for the rest of the campaign. So you not only have to take care of marketing, advertising, you also have to take the fundraising part? Exactly. So yeah, we there's, there's three main objectives. It's fundraising, which starts really early. Mm -hmm. The first day of the campaign, you're trying to raise money. You're building an email list. Gotcha. Uh, even before. Um, okay. Six months before, so uh, maybe a little longer or shorter depending on the campaign, is really where you're trying to get your message out. And if there's people who you may support you, but don't support you yet, you're trying to reach them. Mm -hmm. That's called really the persuasion stage. Mm -hmm. uh, so really getting the message out and convincing people to support your candidate. Gotcha. From there, in the last month or two, uh, it's about getting your voters to turn out. So it's less about trying to switch people to vote for you. It's more about getting people who know will vote for you to actually go vote. Was it the same while you were working on Obama campaign and the Hillary campaign? So same overall goals and objectives in terms of raising money, persuasion, and turning out the vote, mm -hmm. different timing. Gotcha. I think because 2016 was so different than 2012 because of the candidate we were mm -hmm. running against, uh, and also the media environment. Mm -hmm. I was only on the campaign for about nine months, okay. uh, but campaigns typically oh, start... Oh, nine months is a pretty it, long time. It felt like three years, <laughs> I'll tell you that. How many hours did you actually have to work every day? I mean, it depends. Uh, I'd say in the last month or two, anywhere from 9 to 10 o'clock in the morning, midnight. you have to constantly work like this every day, or can you have weekends, vacations? So, the reason I love <laughs> politics is because it's black and white. And what I mean by that is there is a, okay, there's an end date. Mm -hmm. Election day, unless there's a recount or things like that, election day is the end. So, if you leave money on the table, the money, money the day after election day is worth nothing, right? Mm -hmm. If you win or lose, you, you, not much you can do with it. Same with time. So in the last three, four, five months of the campaign, you're working seven days a week because there's an end date and you want to make sure you leave everything out on the field. It goes back to my point a little earlier where campaigns are amazing, but it's also a big sacrifice in terms of people aren't seeing their friends and family often for many months. Like exactly. you gain weight and you know, it's, it's there's a lot of trade-off as well. That's what you said exactly, but then people want to do it, and A, they have to be risk-taking to do it, and B, they have to be able to sustain this lifestyle. I don't know if I can work seven days or, you know, 12, 15 yep. hours a day, man. <laughs> I, I think you, you realize how far you can push yourself in situations like this where you know it's two weeks before election day and you're like i can't keep on going and you just find a way to do it mm. uh and i think the biggest moves, five hour energy oh it's funny people think i'm crazy i don't drink coffee you and don't? i never drink coffee one day during 2016 what is your or recipe then? i if i really need a boost i'll drink a can of coke man you're beat for this <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, at the same time though, you get to know your coworkers and your teammates so well mm -hmm. because they're essentially your family for that time. You yeah. see them more than you see anyone else during that time gotcha. period. So you get to know these people so well.
that night in Chicago, we went to uh, the Victory Speech at McCormick Center, and all I remember that night of my phone was about to die, and like I was so dehydrated. <laughs> I just remember standing there for hours, and like we knew, at that point, like later night, we knew we were winning, so nothing mattered. Like I didn't care if I like collapsed there and needed water. I like, didn't rugby won, so like everything was great. <laughs> And just hanging out, or like, you know, like, okay, it's like suddenly yeah. I got a six hour extra in my life. Yes. What do I do? Because when you're working seven days a week for 16, 18 hours a day, you're so used to not having to budget your time for anything except work. Mm. So then all of a sudden it ends. You're like, wait, like, like what am I doing? Like, what do I do with my time? I don't know how to be a normal human being. And it takes a good three months to like become a normal human being again, uh -huh. to like re-enter society and like, <laughs> like, re like reclaim your life in a way of like, oh, like I can do this.